Welcome to the Nehemiah Entrepreneurship Community. I'm your host, Patrice Sagay. You, you are you're on for a treat. I'm here with my guest, my friend, and a, just a faithful, loyal supporter in my project, Scott Riser. Let me tell you a bit about Scott. Um, Scott is, he, he's, a, he's an entrepreneur. You know, some of us, we teach, uh, he's, let, let me say, he's also the author of a book, a new book called uh, At Work As In Heaven. This is his new book. Some of us, we, we've written books and teach stuff, but a lot of time we, re, we read and teach stuff that we got by revelation or by study. But Scott has written a book and teaching stuff that he got by doing it. In other words, this is an entrepreneur's journey or CEO's journey to make Sunday matter to Tuesday. So this is not a book of theory. It's a book around what he actually has seen God do in his business as he has built it. Let me tell you a bit about Scott. So Scott grew up going to church every week, but never knew God. Um, and when he finally gave his life to Jesus Christ in 1995, that's a good thing, Scott. So how do you go to church and not know God? I want to get into that a little bit. He knew he was making a decision about his Tuesday and not just his Sunday. Since then, Scott has spent most of his time wrestling with the practical challenges of living out his faith at work every day. Let me tell you about what this book is all about. At Work As In Heaven is a compelling story of Scott's decades-long adventure to find this particular thing out. What he learned through the ups and downs, defeats and victory, twists and turns, could very well change your company, those of you watching, and listening, and your Tuesday as well. In this book, you'll find practical guide to help Christian business leaders authentically live out their faith at work, a paradigm-shifting approach to Christian marketplace ministry, and a transparent, story-driven business wisdom benefiting those of all faith perspective. Uh, you might want to say, what is Scott's company? Well, Scott is the founder and CEO of a company called Yakabout. Uh, it's a secure case management software company headquarters in the beautiful historical downtown Frederick, Maryland. He served on many nonprofit boards and for-profit boards. And in his younger days, he was a producer and lead singer for a modern Christian rock <laughs> band. I want to hear more about that. So, Scott, that's interesting. <laughs> so, uh, rock band leader turned CEO. Tell me about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't remember the sequence. I think the uh, I think the CEO came first. So I guess they're in about the same time frame. Um, but uh, there is a crazy thing in there. I always had this passion to sing. And, and like when I was before I knew God and the dream died. And after I became a believer, God kind of reawoken that dream. And and I just, I remember as a new believer, I was watching this woman sing up on stage at this local Christmas production at church. Like, oh man, Lord, I would love to sing with somebody like that someday. And, um, you know, I'd forgotten I even had the dream. And God, over the next couple of years, resurrected that dream, put me in these circumstances. I ended up having a band and she was in it for a while. It was crazy. And so, <laughs> so, so this book was kind of more something I know I was called to do for God, you know, this is kind of mission and, and obedience and destiny, really. The band, I can look back on it as much as I loved it. I'd still love to be a rock star, Patrice, but it was almost like something God did for me as a young believer, just, uh, 
you know, reawaken that dream and let me have some fun with him. So I love it. We all want to be rock stars. Yeah. You got your chance, brother. You can check that <laughs> off of your list. <laughs> I've gone to know you, uh, Scott. Um, when you set your mind to do something, you do it. You built a company, you were in a book, and you <laughs> were in a rock band. Let's go back a bit. You and I got to, got to know each other through a mutual friend uh, in Washington, D.C. Uh, and um, she, she connected us because you exemplified what we teach and what we do. And you became very early on a, a major supporter. I just remember one day uh, the staff saying to me, we had this check in the mail. Well, actually, it was a wire from a company called Jakobit. You know, for two years, we didn't know what we didn't know who was sending that money <laughs> for two years. <laughs> well, good. And every year. The left we, hand we had, and the right hand aren't I know. We had no doing, clue. Right? And we tried to figure out, what, what is what is Jakobit? And Lord and behold, one day, I actually reached your office. I don't know how I figured that. And then uh, I said, uh, so every year we've been getting, and then I found out who was behind all this. I said, wow, this is a man who just lives it out. And he doesn't, you know, no flame, no fanfare, just does the work of the Lord. So so what led you, by the way, to kind of start supporting my project? Yeah, well, and I think we also discovered back then, too, Patrice, that my business partner, the other Scott, Scott Williamson, we figured out from the early Internet days you had some connection to him. So it's kind of I want to talk about that. I want to talk about a unique connection, too. Yes, it is. But but yeah, as you mentioned in the beginning, like my whole like I've been felt like I was on an island for so long with this faith at work, you know, thing like my Christian, when I made the decision, I was all in and I couldn't find a lot of people in my network that really, you know, they were thinking about church things at work or getting people to church, but they weren't thinking about, well, how do you do a software company, you know, as, as, as an act of worship, you know, like what's that mean for payroll on Friday afternoon? You know, you know, like in, in so, so, I found some material back in the early days on the why, as I'm sure you have. Um, but if I could find somebody that was into the how, you know, that was actually doing it, like I wanted to invest in that, you know, because that's what I was trying to figure out. So so that's that was where our support, wow. you know, as you were one that was doing it, a practitioner, you know, we just we wanted to invest in people doing it, you know, so we could learn from that, too. Well, thank you so much for that. And and since then, he's also uh, have, have been on our 100K advisory board. You know, uh, we ha- didn't meet with you guys at all in 2021, but thank you so much for being on that board. We're going to try to re-engage a lot more this year. Scott, let's talk about your company. Um, you have an amazing story behind it. We could talk here all day long, but I do want to get to that. So, um, so Yakabut, first the name, what does that mean? And then how did this come about, this company come about? Yeah, so Yakabad literally means God's glory. Kabad, the weighty, heavy, mighty glory of God. And I recently came to understand there's also an abundance and a, you know, just an extravagance kind of tied up in that, you know, definition of God's glory. And um, and then Yah, Yahweh, right? Yakabad. And 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 we started, or I started actually way back in you know, right before the dot-com bust, and everybody, you know, what 20 years ago. And you had to make up company names, right? To be, it was the .com domain name land grab. You weren't going to get a URL if you weren't making up some name. 
And so I, I vaguely remember some guy had made up one, the Persian word for surfer dude, you, you know, like they were kind of going all over the map. And so I just went back to the concordance and talked with a couple of friends and, and came up with the Akabat. And of course I was told way back then that that was an awful, all the marketing experts told me it was an awful name. You know, nobody knew what that was. And by the way, people would be really turned off with the God thing. But um, I, I don't know. I just figured if, you know, that there was no, this only way this company was going to exist that would even get off the ground was if God was in it. And, and you know, that 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 he would put his grace on it. And and so I was just going to put that right up on the wall. And and that's what happened. Now, it's funny because in those early days, everybody would ask me, what's that mean? Like literally everybody. Now, maybe it's 50 percent or 40 percent. But back then it was 100 percent. If I said the name, you asked me what it meant. And then I got to tell you. <laughs> wow. But people, incredible. but it stuck with people because, yeah. you know, Ichabod, Ichabod Crane, you know, Ichabod's in the Bible is, I think, one of the sons of Saul. It mean, no glory. The glory has departed, you know, which is so you can see, you know, Ichabod, the other end of that. But, um, yeah, so that's how it all came to came to be. And then meanwhile, my business partner, Scott, who, who you know, um, had his own company and then about two years into me doing this we we kind of put he had software and no customers and I had customers and no software and we shared core values and and we took his company and my company and we put it together and and now for 18 years or 20, 19 or whatever it's been it's been the Yakabod 1.0 <laughs> so here's what's interesting a little known fact uh, of yours listeners so his uh, so Scott's partner was partners with my mentor together they built a company called network solutions yeah 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 yeah. Uh -huh. yes and that's and right that i was, knew there was a connection yes and so uh -huh. and then when they sold the company and mm -hmm. so scott's partner part of the proceeds that we, what he got that's what he later on used to start his company and then join in with scott mm -hmm. and uh -huh. tyrone grigsby his <laughs> partner one of what he one of the thing he did he invested in the amr project <laughs> Yeah, amen. And he, well, and then full circle. Then Scott, full, Scott's part of a group yeah. that invested from the other side, yeah, right? Look at so, that. So it's like it literally full, full circle. circle. <laughs> with that, I know that you and and Scott, Scott and Scott, have talked much about the network solution because they pioneered what we know today as the internet. Mm -hmm. I mean, they didn't know they were doing it. So, yeah, yeah. any, what did you? I mean, what does that mean to you? Or anything you can glean, or any aha moment? Just know that. Your partner actually was one of the pioneers of commercializing the internet, and here you are in what you've been. Was that? Did you ever see a connection? Did that that kind of give you a sense of uh, wow. Well, one of our it was one of our mentors. One of my mentors introduced me to one of his mentors, and you know, and and we started talking. And like I said, I, we each had a piece the other needed because um, when Scott had left Network Solutions, he'd started a company and they built this software platform, but they didn't have any customers. But it was really cool software. Um, and, and so, so, and then there was a long story around that. They got acquired by a venture-backed firm. They pulled the money out and the dot-com collapsed, even though Scott had taken them to revenue. And and he got his software back, basically, as part of the severance. So, so when we put it together, I think what that did really, because I had been a tech guy coming up as well. I mean, I was a systems engineer. I wasn't a software engineer like Scott, um, but I had experience with 
you know, billion dollar system kind of enterprise architecture stuff. And, and, you know, but Scott clearly had all this experience with the software, internet pioneer. So, so I think early on as he and I worked through that and kind of made the decision that I would face out as CEO, and he's, I'm a little bit of an introvert. He's much more so, you know, that, that he would f- face in and really, you know, focus on being CTO and, uh, and focus on all the technical operations that really, you know, if it wasn't for that, I don't know if I would have been able to have as much focus on strategy, culture, all the things that play into kingdom business, you know, that have become an important part of our company. You know, 